Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky. Lucky in line at the deli, I guess. Aha! In my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Good evening, everyone. Welcome to No Credentials Required, where you don't need a press pass to talk sports. We are presented by Belly Up Sports in association with Godzilla Media. My name is Ryan McCarthy. I'm one of the co-hosts of this program. My second chair, Dustin, will be in momentarily, but need to get things started because it's it's Tuesday night. It's 7 p.m. I got myself a cup of hot tea, some peppermint tea. It's one of my favorite things in the entire world. It's an angel mug because it's appropriate for Christmas. It's the Christmas season. Happy holidays. Season's greetings. Merry Christmas to to all and i appreciate you watching if you're watching us live and also if you're watching on the replay really do appreciate it too or if you're listening on your favorite podcast platform i appreciate you watch, uh, listening there too before we get into things tonight just want to let you know about our social media channels which are right down here below on twitter instagram and tiktok it's no creds req facebook.com forward slash no creds req and on youtube if you're watching on youtube right now give us a thumbs up also the same thing on facebook give us a thumbs up it would help out with the algorithm that way more people that way both facebook and youtube will let people know that this program exists and i there's a reason why dustin's not in yet i totally forgot to send him the stream yard link i'm i'm with it today folks you know it, it, it it's one of those days where you're doing things and you're accomplishing things. You're getting things started, and and uh, you forget to uh, you forget to send your broadcast partner the link. <laughs> so I'm gonna send him, let him know that it's the streak. Of the, the link is sent. Uh, but in the meantime, on the socials, on Facebook or YouTube, if you're watching, give us a thumbs up. Also, don't forget to engage with the show by leaving your algorithmic engagement comment which you can do right here we just remove this banner and boom so engage with the with the program during the show leave a comment if you have something especially cruel and unusual and borderline borderline gross i'll probably read it If you're listening on the podcast side, subscribe to the podcast. Spreaker is our home base, but you can also listen on Apple, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, wherever you listen to podcasts. 
listen, listen to it, subscribe, tell a friend, tell an enemy, let uh, just let people know about this podcast. Also, let people know, spread the word about this podcast. And I forgot to tell you, we're also also at 136 subscribers on YouTube. It's an it's amazing growth since since we started this this uh, this live show or uh, this, this this YouTube channel a couple of years ago. But over the last month or so, this program is starting to gain steam. More people are knowing about more people know about it. But also, but it would still help if you tell a friend, tell a friend to subscribe, and again, always leave a like on the uh, on the YouTube channel. Like, subscribe, get notified when we go live or we leave a short or whatever uh, we do or we do or we do an upload and also rate and review. If you leave a rating five stars is preferred. And if you leave a review, I might even read it on the air. So wherever you can leave a review, go ahead and do that. And he just popped in. I'm going to bring him in. He's my co-host again. He's no Turkey, but he'll probably tell it to get stuffed. Dustin Henry. Dustin, <laughs> how are you doing today, bud? Doing all right. How about yourself? I'm doing pretty good. I was just telling, I was just saying, I, I got your text message while I was letting people know about the, uh, about everything and where to find us and whatnot. And I said, Oh, Dustin will be here momentarily. And I said, then I see the text is saying, I don't have the link. And I'm like, you know, <laughs> Oh, it's quite all right. It's quite all right. I was, I was running in, running in uh, late anyway, I had a meeting tonight. So that's okay. Yeah. That's okay. Uh, but we're just, we're about to get things started. I was just, uh, how was your Thanksgiving? You know, it was really cool. We got to, we had to spend some time together too on Friday night. We had a Friendsgiving event game night slash game night at your sister's house. And yeah, yeah. How was the rest was... of your weekend? Oh, the rest of my weekend was okay. Um, Saturday just kind of, just kind of hung out. Um, I can't remember really what I did. Oh, I, I did go over to, uh, my sister's again and we watched the, 89 classic Turner and Hooch with, with nice. Tom Hanks and uh, Sunday had a little brunch and then um, just kind of hung out and took my notes for the football podcast, get written to get ready. And uh, Monday I was actually also off on Monday. So I ended nice. up going through some of my emails and stuff because boy, there were quite a bit waiting for me. So I at least uh, thinned the herd a little bit before I had to go back to the back to the saddle today um but thanksgiving was good went up to my went up to my uncle bill's there was a lot of people there it was nice to see nice to see everybody it was a nice big gathering my mother's family is a big family so there was a lot of people there how about yours well uh friday was pretty i, I let's see friday was pretty busy i i worked overtime i uh um I what else i did oh i baked I, I baked on Thursday night. I worked for some overtime on Friday. Did more. Did more cooking on Sunday. Uh, more cooking on Friday. Uh, I went to see my mom at the rehab center. Shout out, mom, if you're watching. Oh uh, yeah. Hope yep. Yep. Shout out. Yeah. Yeah. And she won't. She won't have to make me drink another hard seltzer like I had to do last night on Victory Monday. <laughs> uh, so let's see. Saturday was more of a uh, more of a chill in day. I worked some more overtime for work and. The rest of my day was just spent chilling, uh, just chilling out, just relaxing because I had a couple busy couple days and uh, wanted to relax some more. And Sunday was another busy day at church doing the what I call the eight, what my sister calls the AV club. I was doing projection and media yeah. uh, at church. And after that, we had a support group and, and then I went to see my go to my dad's and 
I cleaned his house for a bit, so which was which was pretty cool. We got to spend some time nice. with him. Man, you and had a busy weekend. I did, I did, I did, and and I was back to work on Monday. But thankfully, tomorrow was my last work day of the week because I'll be taking today, I'll be taking Thursday and Friday off, and hopefully I get Monday off too. So, oh, be cool. nice, nice five day weekend for me. And then, and then the nineteenth, the week of the nineteenth, I'm actually off the entire week, and that includes Christmas. So, oh, that's that's ex- nice. Very Good excited for time. that. Oh very yeah, excited for that. Yeah, and the best that we have, uh, at least where I work, um, since Christmas is on a Sunday, I believe, we get the Monday off. So Monday yeah. the 26th off. So that's always a, a nice little bonus uh, PTO day. In there. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So before, so let's get into what we're going to talk about this week primarily. It's going to be the NFL. Uh, NFL this week, week 12. I'll uh, hit some really, mm-hmm. we're going to go mm-hmm. over our usual things, our biggest upset, biggest disappointment, most entertaining, entertaining game, most notable performances, and our hottest individual take of the week. So we're going to start off with the biggest upset of the week. And Dustin, I'm going to, I'm going to start off with you. What you, what did you think was the most, what, what would you, to you was the biggest upset of week 12 in the NFL? The biggest upset to me for week 12 of the NFL was uh, J- Jacoby Brissett in his last start probably with the Cleveland Browns coming in and beating a Tampa Bay team that a lot of people said, oh, they, they found a run game now. They're finding they're, they're going to find their stride. And with that loss, every single team in the NFC South is under 500. <laughs> Yeah, that, right. That division is just horrible. Um, Tom Brady looks as human as he's ever looked. It's somewhat understandable at his advanced age, but it all all the talk of oh this this um this running game is gonna is gonna rejuvenate the Bucks. Mike Evans, he's he's done a couple disappearing acts in some of these games. I think it's mostly because um, Chris Godwin looks so good. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it just the Bucks. I don't know. I I brought it up on earlier episodes of the of the show. I don't know if how much of this do you think is Todd Bowles, um, or his scheme or something of that nature. Um, I I wouldn't say it's much of his scheme or his, more than it is his coaching and his time management. And I, as I've said in past episodes, it's worth repeating. Some coaches some head coaches are better coordinators, coordinators than they are head coaches and Todd Bowles unfortunately I love Todd Bowles he's a good man off the field he's a good man he's soft spoken he doesn't go crazy in the on the media uh when things uh things go when things go awry but he's just he's not a good he's never he's never been a good game uh, time management person like you gotta have somebody who helps out with the time management he's never been a good time management person and some of the decision coaching decisions he makes just kind of boggle the mind uh, you know you're like wow what why do you do that why do you do that so and i'm also part of it i think is tom brady being 45 years old and and when you're 45 years old believe me i'm I'm 45 years old. He and I, Tom Brady and I are only separated in, 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 uh, in, uh, only separated by 17 days. Our birth, he's, uh, 17 days older than literally 17 days older than I am. So, yeah, when you're in your 40s, you don't move around as, you're not as mobile 
and you're not as agile, especially if you've been playing a sport for, I'd have to guess that Tom Brady has been playing football for 40 years. (laughs) Uh, That includes peewee football. That includes high school football, college. He's been playing football for a very, very long time. So when you play, when you play sports for a very long time, your body gets deteriorates quicker. And he also doesn't have the same, same offensive line that he used to. This is a, this is a, this is a line that's better suited for a running game than it is for a passing game. Mm-hmm. So yeah. he's not going to be able to get the, he's not going to be able to get the ball out of his hands quicker. If somebody's in his face constantly. So yeah, which we've known that's one of the few, if you can call it a weakness in Tom Brady's game. If you can get in his face, you can throw him off. So. Yeah. That's the same for any I mean it's the same for any quarterback, but yeah. especially Tom Brady. He yeah. does not like getting hands in his face. He doesn't like being shoved into the ground, he doesn't like getting his uniform dirty. And when that happens, he gets rattled. Yes. He yes. Rattled. And I mean, and it was now I will say the Bucks. The Bucks' run defense made um, Nick Chubb run hard for every yard that he got. I, I believe mm-hmm. he finished with 116 yards and a TD. But Nick Chubb is a—he's a machine, man. He just—he yeah—he keeps the Browns going, and if they can spell him a little bit with Kareem Hunt and Amari Cooper, I think he's—he's he's quietly had a a pretty good season in Cleveland. A lot of people were thinking, hey, when he. He left. Uh, what was it? Uh, Dallas. He was on. I think he was traded from Dallas to Cleveland for I think a fifth or sixth round pick. Yes, and when when you know they're thinking, oh, he's just going to disappear in Cleveland because they don't have the quarterback play. It's going to be all running back. He's he's proven people he's proven people wrong this year, and uh, it was you know it was kind of funny because. Um, on one of the end of a, a play toward the end of the game, it was Amari Cooper got a huge gain on a what appeared to be a busted coverage by one of the defensive players. But what happened was it looked like he tried to draw a penalty and Amari Cooper just ran right through it. So, <laughs> so sometimes sometimes you, you play around a little too much there and you're going to get burned. Oh, so breaking news, Dustin, I know you're, you're, not, you're not a college football follower, but... Breaking news, the college football playoff has ranked, has had their penultimate ranking, which means it's the last week before the final pl- college football playoff rankings come out. Georgia's number one, Michigan's number two, TCU's number three, and USC is number four. Oh, wow. Okay. And behind those teams at five and six are Alabama and Ohio <laughs> State. And I've been saying for a month and a half, I said, I've been saying ESPN's going to try to find a way to get a two team, two loss Alabama team. Oh yeah. And in the college football playoff. And if TCU and USC lose in their conference championship, respective college uh, respective uh, conference championship games, it's going to happen. Oh man. I, I hope not. I, I will be rooting for the horn frogs. I'll tell you that. Oh yeah. Me too. <laughs> Me too. Me too. Oh, for my biggest upset, I have the Jaguars being the Ravens, and that was also a very entertaining game. Uh, oh yeah! In, in terms of uh, uh, your overall entertainment, uh, from the uh, from the now from ter- uh, Trevor Lawrence, he's having a better season than I think people think, and Doug Peterson is a big reason why. Oh, and sure. This game is is proof 
that he's starting to turn it around. Unlike other quarterbacks drafted in 2021, uh, which will go, which will shall be renamed, which which shall remain nameless for now. Uh, <laughs> Trevor Lawrence is having a, Doug Doug Peterson's doing an excellent job with Trevor Lawrence, and I gotta give a big shout out to anybody in Canada who's a CFL fan. I'm a big CFL fan myself. Henry Burris, formerly of the Saskatchewan Rough Riders, the Calgary Stampeders, Hamilton Tiger Cats, and the Ottawa Red Blacks. He is now Trevor Lawrence's quarterbacks coach. Oh, wow. And okay. for those of you who don't really watch the CFL, uh, you know, um, he had a, a great CFL career. Uh, and Henry Burris is, you kind of knew, you, you, you know, some players are going to be special when they're coaches and right now it's happening in Jacksonville and Henry Burst, I think he's going to get a lot of notice from different teams, but in terms of uh, passing game coordinator jobs or uh, even offensive coordinator jobs. But right now he's got himself the number one overall pick in the draft in 2021 playing well. And I know the Jaguars aren't and probably not going to make the playoffs this year, but there could, they could be a team on the rise. I could see them. I could see them. And this is my prognostication. I can put my gla- prognostication glasses on, but this is a team that could compete for the AFC South division with, with the Colts on the downswing and the Texans being the Texans. I think the Jaguars could, could challenge the Tennessee Titans next year for the division title, and make the playoffs. I think they're a year away from uh, probably being a playoff contender, maybe uh, two years away from being a division contender. So you got a sneak preview of that on on Sunday with that comeback in the last two minutes, the two-minute drill. They have just enough time on the clock for the Ravens to try another 60-plus-yard field goal. And Justin Tucker, he was this close to setting another oh, record. Yeah. This close to setting another NFL record. He already owns it with a 66-yard field goal. He was very close to owning the record again with yeah. a 67-yard field goal. Yeah, And not I mean- only... Not only do we have uh, Trevor Lawrence's kind of coming out party, but we also had the uh, uh, Jacksonville Jaguars mascot <laughs> in the speedo. <laughs> uh, let's just say things got he, his uh, he, his performance in the game was a bit cheeky. Let's just put it that. Oh way. yeah, oh yeah. I don't know what they were doing with the mascot for I that. I don't game. know either. <laughs> it, it, it was I. I did like a double take when I was watching because you know you see, especially at the end in that final magnificent drive by Trevor mm-hmm. Lawrence. You're you're seeing you know the mascot's going crazy and you're, you're and I was just like wait is he really wearing oh yep you know it's and then people started to tweet about it or put it on Instagram or whatever oh. too. that that was some outfit selection there and that, let me tell you that mascot was working it I I thought somebody had had just painted their body uh, <laughs> and just left on their speedo and stole the mascot head yeah <laughs> or Shad Khan just said you know what screw it you've been the mascot for x amount of years do what you want today do what you want today nobody's gonna be at this game or maybe uh (laughs) aew principal owner tony khan snuck his way into the suit (laughs) no who knows (laughs) very possible anything is possible in the nfl we we already have a comment from uh, my buddy wise wise l hefe says hey ryan hey wise how we doing and just again folks 
just so you know, we want your comments. We want your algorithmic engagement comments. Dustin, I know you've heard waited all day. Oh, I, I hear did. the chime. I have. Yeah, I hear that chime. We encourage you to engage with us during the show because, again, the more engagement we get, with whether you're watching on Facebook or YouTube, and you're liking and you're liking the the show, the more these so the, these platforms know that we exist, and the more they promote our show, and then mm-hmm. that would be awesome. So we're gonna move on from the biggest upset to the biggest disappointment, and uh, Dustin, I'm kind of d- dovetail off your upset here uh the buccaneers losing to the browns and, and like i said it doesn't seem like anybody wants to win the nfc south division yeah uh, the, the 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 falcons lost the saints got shut out mary redeemed a fifty thousand dollar cash prize playing chumba casino this year i was only playing for fun so winning this was a dream come true chumba casino is america's number one social casino experience it's serious fun with over 80 casino style games to choose from you too could win life-changing amounts of cash be like mary log on to chumbacasino.com and give them a world that's chumbacasino.com no purchase necessary void or prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply see website for details the voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner the panthers wound up beating <laughs> uh the panthers wound up being the, the the broncos who i mentioned on on thursday's thanksgiving special that they're both his historically and hysterically bad oh my right now to the point where uh russell wilson's teammates are getting ready to fight him <laughs> oh yeah yeah uh mike purcell i think it was he yep. said uh do something you know yeah uh, i think with a few other things peppered in there but basically the defense is getting sick of the offense's inability to score and some of the stuff is some of the stuff coming out of uh, out of denver and i'll i'll get into it a little later in the show time permitting but some of the stuff coming out of denver is absolutely unbelievable one of the things a lot has been said about head coach nathaniel hackett but one yeah. of the rumors, one of the rumors, and I follow a lot of Seahawks pages, so it could be you got to take all this with a huge grain of salt. Yeah. Some of them said that the, that Russell Wilson, according to one of his old teammates, and I forget, I forget who it was, uh, might have been Tyler Plumbus, a former Seahawk. According to him, Russ is out there using Seahawk audibles in the Broncos offense. So effectively the Broncos players are sitting there going, we don't know what that means. Now, I don't know if that's true, but, (laughs) but it could be that some of the offensive woes are on Russ using the long, the wrong language, which if that is true, how do you let that happen? I don't know. The Broncos are comical. Oh my gosh. (laughs) It's, it's, I don't know if you would say it's a, it's a complete, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a goat rodeo right now. It's oh. a goat. That's the only way I can describe this offense being this terrible. This defense is basically carrying the weight right now. Mm-hmm. And this offense is just, it's terrible. It's, it's, it's just bad. It's a bad situation for everyone involved. I don't see Nathaniel Hackett making it past this year. Yeah. At all. Yeah. I, I don't see how they how he can. I mean, I understand you don't want to admit defeat that that early into a head coach's tenures, but I don't think there's been an example that that has been this clear that he's overmatched 
or or something. Something I can think of on. at least one. <laughs> <laughs> and he oh. was my team's head coach not too long ago. <laughs> yeah, you must be thinking about the old eyeball press conference himself, Adam Gaze. Good old taco gazing, Adam Gaze. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. About the only other the only other coach that I can think of that flamed this bad in his start was, I believe, uh, Bobby Petrino. Who was oh, coaching the Falcons. the Falcons. Oh my god. And then left like in some like like a la the Colts old moving vans in Baltimore by cover of <laughs> darkness. All of a sudden he's in Arkansas, like at like uh midnight going woo pig suey. I mean, that was unbelievable. Yeah, and that was before he got into that um motorcycle accident <laughs> yes. with his mistress. Yes. Oh, oh my man. gosh. So maybe he's the only other one I can think of, but wow, this is unbelievable. Yeah, so I'm, I'm reading his Wikipedia page, actually. It says the Falcons brought in Petrino in 2007 with a five-year, $24 million contract. He was brought in to develop Michael Vick, and then that whole thing went, went on with Vick's uh, dogfighting operation. Yeah. And then after December 10th, uh, he gave... Uh, he gave us basically a 24-hour notice, and he left a four-sentence note on the locker and basically said, uh, I'm out of here. I'm out of here. Jeez. <laughs> I mean, oh, talk man. about sketch. I mean, yeah, my goodness. Yeah. But that's Yeah, that's unbelievable. But I don't getting, back, <laughs> getting back to the topic at hand, the biggest disappointment, I again, Tampa Bay Buccaneers losing to the Cleveland Browns, especially in overtime. I don't know who wants to win this NFC South. <laughs> I don't think any of these. Well, Atlanta, at least I give credit to Atlanta for at least trying. This was yeah. a tank year for them. Yes. Not Arthur Smith and Arthur Smith is a better head coach than people suspected. Mm -hmm. I would agree with that. I mean, the way he's doing it is perhaps a little frustrating because every week you see Kyle Pitts just anonymous and you're saying, why did you spend a fourth overall pick on this guy? And they have Drake London, but Hey, you can't argue with results when they're winning more games than I think anybody thought they were going to win. Yeah. But getting back to the Buccaneers, uh, something's got their, their schedule doesn't really get easy from here. I understand they play the bucket. They play the 49ers in a couple weeks, and the 49ers are just bullying everything yes. right now. That's a tough defense right there. Shout out to the last two games. They've had just a lot. I mean, the bucket, the 49ers are just a, a very, very good team, and they're going to be very tough. Uh, they're going to be very tough out in the, once the playoffs come around, uh, especially if they win the, uh, the NFC West. So I'm going to look at the Buccaneer schedule right now. And this is what the schedule looks like for the next six weeks. They, they're, at, they're at home against the Saints on Monday night of all. Oh, my gosh. On Monday night. So it's another so it's another we're sorry, America game of the week on Monday night for for ESPN. Uh, they did that Steelers and Colts yesterday. They have the Buccaneers and Saints next week. Then they're at the 49ers at home against the Bengals, at the Cardinals, at home against the Panthers, and then the last game of the year, their season finale is at Atlanta, and that could possibly wrap up. That could possibly be the game that decides the division for, two, for the NFC South. Mm -hmm. 
and I can see probably out of this out of this entire mix, they'll be lucky to go three and three. Yeah, yeah, I would. I could I, I could see them beating the Saints. I could I could see them beating the Panthers and maybe the Cardinals. I don't think they beat the 49ers. No, I doubt they beat not. the Bengals, who are better than what everybody everybody thought they were going to be this year. Yes. And the Falcons, especially in Atlanta, which and and they're in Mercedes-Benz Stadium is is a tough place to play this year. Mm-hmm. Judging from some of the games I've watched on on a red zone, so um, it's going to come down to the wire. The NFC South is going to come down to the wire, and I think that I I believe I'm pretty sure 95 percent of everyone, every football fan out there, outside of Atlanta, Carolina, and Timba and Timba Bay. Uh, thinks that this division is going to be decided with a team that's under 500. Yeah. Yeah, I would say. And and the thing is, too, start thinking about it. That Saints game is no gimme either because their defense is getting some – they're getting some key players like Cam Jordan's back, I think. And, mm-hmm. uh, and also Marshawn Lattimore will probably be healthy for that game. And he's always shut down Mike Evans. Those two have had some – some duels over the years. They had, they I, had one earlier this. They had one earlier this year too. Yeah, I mean, Mike, Mike Evans got Marshawn Lattimore thrown out of a game. Yeah, <laughs> if you remember yeah. that. Yeah, I had forgotten about that, but uh, yeah, that's they. They've got quite the rivalry going on, but uh, if memory serves, I think Lattimore's gotten the better of it more often than not. I mean, you're going to yeah. give up some big plays every once in a while, but Lattimore. He's a he's a shutdown corner, and he would definitely add something back into that Saints defense. Yeah. So that's who who, do you, who would, to you was the biggest disappointment last week? Well, I have uh, one whole defensive unit, and that would be the Seahawks defense, specifically the run defense. What happened? What happened? I am I am absolutely perplexed, and maybe maybe I jinxed them because I took the Seahawks defense. I was like, oh. Oh, I'm going to stream the Seahawks defense against the Raiders. And for about the for the opening the opening like 30 seconds, I looked like a genius cuz Quandre Diggs picked off Derek Carr immediately and I'm like, "Yep. This is why I did what I did. Plus the Seahawks defense has been playing better as of late, blah bitty, blah blah blee blee." Josh Jacobs beat them, ran them all over the field, ran the ball down their throat. I was watching that game and I was getting frustrated because the offense, the offense was fine on the day. Gino wasn't, wasn't to the level that he has been lately, but he's still, and he had, he had a, I think a fumble and an interception should have had two interceptions, but one of them, he was picked out of bounds. Uh, but the, the Seahawks offense put up enough points to win that game, especially with the fact that Kenneth Walker, um, he did get, he did get, uh, I believe two rushing TDs, but he did not have, he had one really good, um, rushing touchdown where he and the Seahawks offensive line teamed up to take half the Raiders into the end zone with him. But, uh, man, Josh Jacobs had his way. Josh Jacobs. He is, I may as well segue a little early, he is my my uh, biggest performance of the week. He had 229 rushing yards, two touchdowns. He had 303 total yards from scrimmage, not the least of which was that 86-yard touchdown to end the game in overtime. Mm-hmm. Seahawks run defense, where were you? Seahawks defense, 
what happened. The Raiders were a team that you should have beat. I'd argue that you should have beat the Bucs the week before your bye. And now you have a 49ers defense that is not going to be stopped. They're going to get the division. So, and you already have that loss against them, that woeful loss as I was cooking wings in a rain monsoon in week two. Yep. So I I was there. I remember. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So, I mean, what, what are you going to do now? Now you've forced yourself into the wild card and you've made matters worse by losing two very winnable games. In my opinions, Seahawks run defense, my biggest disappointment of the week. Shouts out to Josh Jacobs though. You got to take your hat off to the man. Yeah, absolutely. We've got a question that came in from our, in our, uh, in our comment section from Melvin says, hey, Brian, I'm a fan of Drew from the Inner Out Sports Debate. Drew Willingham, Drew Willie, uh, part of the also part of the Snowman uh, in the Morning Crew. Uh, he he asks, and he and uh, Drew shared this episode. So thanks, Drew. Appreciate you. Man. What do you guys think about the, about the memorial sh- of Sean Taylor that was unveiled last Saturday? Oh my gosh, this is the worst thing. And I have to give I have to give a shout out to Matthew Barry because he was the one that pointed it pointed it out. I, I saw I think it was a post on Instagram. He said that looks like a statue out of dicks that they just hang the jerseys on. It's not. Yeah. It's nothing. It's nothing. Absolutely nothing. That is the lowest amount of effort that you could possibly put in. For one of the stalwarts of your franchise, who you're trying to honor on this day, this very, you know, the anniversary of his, of his, of his untimely and tragic death, and that's the effort that you put in. And according to uh, people who know better than I, it wasn't even accurate. They put like a, I think it was like a Nike jersey with Adidas shoes and gloves that he never wore. Just crazy, crazy things. Yeah. If you're gonna put together a memorial, put some effort into it. And I know the whole thing with Dan Snyder right now is a lot of controversy Ugh. with him tr- allegedly trying to sell the team and him getting in uh, possible trouble. He's being sued by the city of Washington D.C. for irregularities or whatnot. I wasn't really paying attention, but Dan Snyder is becoming universally hated in the nfl by fans and i think other (laughs) i think other owners at this point alike yeah and this is just another reason why fans hate him right yeah and i i I got a hand to his uh, to sean taylor's daughter she was there for the unveiling she was she was crying she said that this is the way his my dad would kind of would want it with I, I can also give credit there where credits do there. They had the old Redskins logo and mm-hmm. the and the colors and the and the and the white uniform and the old logo. But this this is a discount. This is, it looks like a discount memorial. No, it, it, that's where it, it is. That's it like he shot. It's like it's like I'm gonna just you know I I want to. He says uh, <laughs> it's basically it's basically like that Family Guy clip at Segway where uh, the, the, he Peter's the million dollar man. Oh yeah. And they say, I, I want, I want to rebuild him, but I want to keep my price. I want to keep, I want to keep the budget 
yeah. scarce. Yeah. And you see it Peter is. running around with he's got a, a garbage can on one leg. He's got a, a to, he's got a toilet plunger. plunger on one arm. Yeah. Yeah. That's what this reminded me of. I was like, I want to more I want I want to memorialize Sean Taylor, but I don't want to spend a lot of money. And yeah. this is the result of it. Yes. It's so insulting. It's yeah. so insulting. He is he is without a doubt, I'd say probably the the worst or owner in sports right now, you know, right now. And hopefully, I hope for Commanders fans' sake that the team does get sold. He he's just he's just in a, a, a by all accounts a terrible human being. Yeah, I, actually, it's funny. I, I've been meaning to get. I've been meaning to write an article, uh, a parody article about who would be buying the uh, who would be buying this football team. I've got narrowed down to right now. I've got narrowed down to Jeff Bezos, Elon Musk. Uh, I'm trying to think of another billionaire you could buy. Jay-Z, uh, Kanye, sorry, Ye West. Oh, so I'm trying to narrow down the uh, the billionaires I can think of and have the pros and cons. And <laughs> But it's just, yeah. I mean, the part of it is, I think, I think that's the one reason why the city of Washington won't build the commanders of stadium is because Dan Snyder is still the owner. Yeah. But we got some more comments from the comments section. Yeah, Josh Miller from uh, uh, I can't remember which podcast he's from. Um, <laughs> uh, I can't remember which podcast he's from, but he recently had David Cohn from Carrying Company. I'm very jealous. Hopefully, we'll get him on here soon. But I'm very jealous you got him on. Uh, he said it's not. It's be- almost better not to do anything at all. Exactly. You were already retired. Mm-hmm. You've already put his number. You've already retired his number. Nobody will ever wear the number 26 ever again. Yeah. For the Washington Commanders. But yeah, absolutely. You're absolutely right. Uh, Josh, there was it was better not to do anything at all. Uh, Melvin said, Absolutely, Travis. Thanks for acknowledging and answering my question. You're welcome, Melvin. Thank you for asking that question. Uh, and uh, Stephen Fenton says, Great question, Melvin. Absolutely, yeah, Melvin, absolutely yeah. a great question. Yeah. yeah, this is it was just a giant disappointment of honoring somebody's memory. And and Sean Taylor would have been if he'd not been tragically, if he had not been tragically his life tragically ended in the way that he had, he would probably still be playing or be and would be in the uh, commanders or Redskins or whatever team yeah. they want to call it. He would be in their office, probably in their front office or a coach. Mm-hmm. So it's just, it's sad that he's gone. It's sad that he, it's just, but even sadder is the way he has, who was memorialized. And this is just, yeah. this was just a terrible, I, I get the express, I get the, the gesture, but this was not great. No, not great. not great on the execution there. No, execution was execution was was lacking. Moving on to the most entertaining game of the week, and Dustin, let's get your let me get your let me get your opinion on what the most entertaining game of the week was. Well, for me, and I'm not I'm not going to go too deep into it because uh, you already discussed this game at length earlier in the show. But to me, the most enter- entertaining uh, game mascot mascot speedo aside was the Jacksonville uh, Jaguars versus the Baltimore Ravens. I thought, I thought it took major stones of Doug Peterson to go for two after that amazing drive by Trevor Lawrence. I loved the call though. Uh, There was, there was another team that also went for two. It was, it was a a week of two, two point uh, conversions uh, gutsy calls there. Um, because I think it was the Chargers who also did that. But hats yeah. off, 
Hats off to uh, Doug Peterson for having the cojones to do that. That's kind of his M.O., though. That Even the announcers were saying, Peterson, he likes to go to go for two. Let's see if he's going to do it. And as soon as I saw them line up, I said, they're going for the win. I like it because they knew they knew they were going to get it, uh, get in there and try to get the win. I like the moxie of, of, of the Jaguars on that one. And also there were there were a couple times where you're wondering it, it uh, what has happened with Lamar Jackson. I know he, he probably yeah. feels a need to put everything on his shoulders, but a couple of the a, a couple of times where he decided to take it down and run the ball, it looked like to me he had some open throws that he possibly just missed and didn't see. And then there was there was one uh, I think. I'll loosely call it a throw late in the game where he attempted a, a shuffle pass, which was one of the riskiest ones I've ever, I've ever seen. So, and I remember week two or three, I'm sitting there saying he was playing like an MVP because he was, but he, he, I think is clearly trying to do too much in Baltimore. They missed, they missed Rashad uh, Bateman. It's clear. Um, but big win by the Jaguars is my most entertaining game. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Listen, if you're always running to the bathroom and sometimes just can't make it, we need to talk. You're not alone. I was just like you until I spoke to an expert physician about Axonics therapy. It changed everything. It didn't just give me bladder control. It gave me my life back. Axonics therapy is not another drug. It's just a tiny device you barely have to think about. And it can give you real lasting relief. You can even try it out first to make sure it works for you. Just take the first step. Get started at findrealrelief.com. That's findrealrelief.com. It's time to get your life back. Consult a bladder specialist to find out if Axonics is right for you. Results and experiences may vary. Risks can result from Axonics therapy that may require surgical intervention. Available by prescription only. For more information about safety and potential risks, go to findrealrelief.com. And my most entertaining game, I'm, I'm, and I'll say sorry ahead of time, Dustin, but uh, <laughs> Raiders Raiders Seahawks was my nomination for the most entertaining game of the week. This was a back and forth affair all game long between both teams. Yes, it was. Both teams were forcing turnovers. Both teams were getting clutch touchdowns. David uh, Derek Carr, excuse me, got got a two minute drill to end the game to tie the score for the for the Raiders. Then it went to overtime. You had a missed field goal. You had a you know, Geno Smith turning back into the pumpkin, mm-hmm. uh, so to speak, uh, with some really questionable, questionable throws. Yeah, you had a you had a you had a Seahawk become the twelfth man in the field after an interception. <laughs> oh yeah, I forgot about that. And then you had Josh Jacobs' eighty-six yard touchdown run to walk off the win for the Raiders, who they they could be on their way on an upswing. Uh, right now so yeah a little bit of one a little bit curious but you know you know last place in the division that's going to be the broncos so of course of course (laughs) of course but look at the playoff picture right now it's actually the the raiders are only 
They're only three games back, but they've clawed their way back uh, into, I guess you could say, playoff contention, right? The Jets own the seventh playoff spot, which is the last wildcard spot, but they're only two games behind the Patriots and the Chargers. And they still actually believe how they still have a bye week left to go so they could get healthy and maybe get hot at the right time. Maybe their defense comes together. Derek Carr can get things going. The run game got going last week against, well, sorry to say your Patriot, your, uh, your Seahawks, but yes, uh, but yes. if they can get that balance going again, I, I'm, I'm going to have to rescind my take that uh, Josh Daniels is the Mike McCarthy of the, of the, uh, of the AFC. And even yeah, Mike McCarthy's not looking being himself right now. He's uh, yeah, he's doing the yeah. same thing, relying on the running game. So he's smartened up, thankfully, not having <laughs> to over not having to overly depend on Dak Prescott and his arm to do things. So it's curious to see what the what the uh, Vegas Raiders can do. Curious to see what the what the Dallas Cowboys will do the rest of the way. I mean, right now all four AFC all four NFC teams are in a playoff berth, are in a playoff spot between the division lead with the with the Eagles. And the uh, Giants, the Cowboys, and the Commanders all owning the other wild card spots. So, yeah, you know it's going to be an exciting six weeks. Uh, it's going to be a sprint to the end. So oh, I'm looking to forward sure. to more entertaining games coming up for the last six weeks of the season. So we're going to take a very short break with a one of our uh, with one of our uh, affiliates at No Credentials Required, it's Invader Coffee. Uh, we'll be right back in just a second and enjoy this quick 45 second spot. This episode of No Credentials Required is brought to you by Invader Coffee. For the coffee lover who wants good quality coffee with no bullshit and no filler, Invader Coffee is an ultra premium veteran owned coffee company proudly delivering only the best coffee your hard earned money can buy. They aim to only serve the highest quality organic air roasted coffee beans sourced from free trade farms all over the world. They keep things simple. The best coffee at an affordable price in order to provide you with the value you deserve for your morning boost. 100% fair trade, 100% organic coffee beans, 100% air roasted, 100% money back guarantee. Visit invadercoffee.com, enter promo code BELLYUP at checkout, and receive 15% off your order. You know, it's funny, I, I actually ordered some Invader Coffee yesterday using the, the link the link in the description on the YouTube page, which is which is the show's affiliate affiliate link. I forgot to use the promo code BellyUp at checkout. I want to save some money, but that's okay. I got the order coming. Got a couple of their Christmas blends. I got their Bad Santa, which is back. And I also got the uh the 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 uh Snickerdoodle flavor. Oh, hmm, interesting. Yeah. I'm gonna have also, to I might have to fire that up. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So yeah, visit Invader Coffee at the the, the the affiliate link is in the description on the YouTube page and enter code and you can enter promo code belly up. You get 15% off your order. So it's well worth it to support the show and also support belly up sports because they're one of the networks that faithfully supports this show. So, oh yeah, go in there and get the uh if you're still in a little bit of a fall mood, I think I got the pumpkin pea hand uh pumpkin pecan uh coffee for the fall and it was very good. Yeah, very I'm, good. I'm checking the website right now. There the the bad is available, the Jolly Java, which is vanilla and cinnamon, and I believe caramel too. The cookie crumble, which is the uh which is the uh, snickerdoodle the original, the OG Invader Coffee, the whiskey blend is available. The Mexican chocolate is also available too. So great. You know, both Dustin and I have ordered their coffee. It's 
Very good coffee. It's excellent coffee. Veteran owned and operated. These are guys who are ex-military veterans. They they know how to brew coffee. They know what they're doing. And air roasted coffee is a, it's, a, it's a little different from whatever coffee you might drink in the morning, but it's well worth the money. And they offer a hundred percent money back guarantee. So if you don't like it, you can send it back and get your money back. It's all good. What's not to like? What's not to like? Exactly. <laughs> so we're going to continue with our week 12 wrap up. We're going to go over to the most notable performance. And uh, this is a Homer take for me, but the most impro- most noble performance for me was Mike White of the New York Jets. And, and last week, mid last week, Robert Sala would come out and said that uh, Zach Wilson would be uh, benched. He would be inactive on this week's game. They brought in Mike White as the as the starter, and it was Mike effing White season all over again. And these are his final stats from last week: twenty two of twenty eight. 315 yards, three touchdowns, and he's actually the first quarterback in NFL history to pa- to have a 75-yard pass completion, 300-plus yards in passing, and three or more TDs in his fir- and two of his first five NFL starts. And from the get-go, I-, I watched the condensed game on Monday morning. You could tell this offense came alive with Mike White as their quarterback. The running game got going, and Mike Michael Carter, he'll probably be inactive for Sunday's game against Minnesota, which is a very important game for both the Vikings and the Jets. Uh, but you had uh, Bam Knight, Zonovan Knight, also also known as Bam Knight, come in. He runs for 69 yards. He also gets a couple t- uh, receptions out of the backfield. Uh, Garrett Wilson comes back to life. Elijah Moore comes to life. And like I said yesterday in Victory Monday, Elijah Moore, four weeks ago, wanted to be traded. He wanted to be. He wanted to get out of Gotham. Garrett Wilson last week after the Patriots game, where they absolutely had a disastrous performance, said, "This ish can't last. This is not. This is not good." Uh, he has two touchdowns, including that scamper, including that pass over the middle where Mike White gets it in tight, and Garrett Wilson makes one move and he's off to the races for a touchdown. Elijah Moore gets in the end zone for a touchdown. The wide receiver room is happy. The tight end room is happy. Everybody in the offense is happy because of one move that was made. And Mike White is, I think if he has one or two more performances like he did last week, if he can beat Buffalo, if he can beat Minnesota, and more importantly, beat Buffalo, those are two big away games uh, for the Jets that are coming up in the next two weeks. I think he's a starter for the rest of the season, barring injury. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he. It was amazing to see how how much more dynamic the offense looked with him, and how much happier the players looked. You know, they absolutely were, they, they were they were ready to go. They were, you know, and um, I will say I had him written down as my best performance until Josh Jacobs happened. But um, <laughs> but yeah, I was. It's it's unbelievable what a difference one player can make. And some people might come out of the woodwork and they might say, oh, it was the Bears, and the Bears are having Trevor Simeon at quarterback and blah. But bottom and they have line deplete- is, and they're, and they're, and they're, and they're and their secondary is depleted and this and yeah. that. No, no. But the bottom line is up. The, yeah, up. the Jets beat the Jets beat a team that they were supposed to beat. And that mm-hmm. and that's what you have to do in the NFL. Yeah. And, and regardless of whether or not who started at quarterback for the Bears, 
I don't, I, I don't, I don't think uh, Justin Fields would have would have lasted against that front four. That front four was in Simeon's face. I mean, as I mentioned last night on Victory Monday, they have some. The defense has some work to do with sloppy tackling. They had some. Pre- granted, it was raining for most of the game, but the defense is a championship level defense. And if Mike White can continue his offensive pace, there's no telling what this Jets team will will be able to to accomplish for the next six games. If they if they split their next six games, I'll be happy because that means a playoff spot. If they go four and two or five and one, I think I think the coin flip guy has the Jets winning the next five games and then losing in Miami. Oh, and then going yeah. to the wild card, they're winning the wild card, they're winning the divisional round, and they're losing the AFC championship game, which would break my heart. Absolutely, which absolutely break my heart. But defense is playing another level. This offense is playing better with. A new quarterback, some new blood in, in the in the and the uh, at quarterback. Everybody's happy, and it's onward. Hopefully, it's onward up here, uh, upward from here. So, Dustin, I'm going to go to you. Which was your most notable performance of Week 12 in the NFL? Well, I've already I've already spoiled it multiple times um, <laughs> and with with multiple rants. But um, Josh Jacobs was an absolute man possessed on 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 Sunday he had I think I already I already said it 229 rushing yards two TDs the 86 yard run to to walk off win in overtime there uh 303 total yards from scrimmage he was everywhere you couldn't stop him every every third down they needed they just ran the ball and for that matter uh even Amir Abdullah looked pretty good in there when he had to run to spell Josh Jacobs a little bit so Partially horrific performance by the Seahawks defense, but Josh Jacobs is my unquestioned uh, most notable performance of the week. Yeah, three hundred plus total yards between the pass between rushing yards and pass yards out of the backfield. Catching passes out of the backfield definitely is is noteworthy uh, for noble performances. We're going to move quickly on to our hottest individual take of the week, and Dustin. You've got a pretty good take in our in our show notes here. What is your hottest individual take of this week? Well, after the the mini turnaround that the commanders have done here, I started thinking, I said, you know what? Should Ron Rivera be considered for coach of the year honors? Is it time? Because think about as as thanks to I believe it was Melvin's question about the Sean Taylor Memorial, we were able to get into the absolute dumpster fire that has been going on around um, around the commander's organization with Snyder's supposed uh, ta- sale of the team, the myriad of lawsuits, this this uh, this this um, Sean Taylor unveiling fiasco, the the uh, it's it's kind of the inverse of what's the, going the Carson, on. The fact that they had to have Carson Wentz as his quarterback for the first yes, what, well, and six that, seven weeks of the year, and that's actually a feather in his cap for me. I give him credit for actually coming out and basically saying, "Now the injury helped, but yeah. he could have gone. He could have gone back to Wentz. He could have doubled down and said, no, he's he's the guy. We brought him in here.' He he essentially admitted his." probably his mistake in bringing them in bringing him in in the offseason and he's gone with Taylor Heineke 
And it's clearly been the better decision. And he has not been afraid to shy away from that. It's no. kind of the direct inverse of what's going on with the Broncos here in the commander's example. You can see that despite everything else going around and swirling around the organization, a good head coach is keeping that that team's mind on the games and winning games and on the field. So yeah. to me, it's just a phenomenal job. And their defense is slowly starting to turn it around. Yeah. And Ron Rivera, Riverboat Ron, he's not a bad head coach at all. No. He had a bad situation in Carolina when uh, when Cam Newton's when Cam Newton was uh, broken by Von Miller in Super Bowl 50 and his career started to go on a downhill trajectory yes. and just a couple bad drafts. And now he's in Washington. He's figuring it out. Taylor Heineck, the, the team, and similar to the Mike White situation in New York with the Jets, yes. Taylor, this offense and this defense, this team's getting behind Taylor Heineke. And I think he should have been the quarterback all along from the start. And I know, I understand, uh, you know, Carson Wentz was available. They took him. Uh, they had to give up a draft pick for him. And yeah, he definitely owned up to that mistake and said, after this injury, by Wentz and Heineke's winning, I think he's only lost one game since he was inserted as quarterback into the into that lineup. Yeah, this is this is gonna be it's gonna come down to the wire for the left for the playoff spot. But I think I think the Commanders are definitely and with Chase Young coming back pretty soon, mm -hmm. he's he's been in there he's been practicing uh, in their lineup since uh, he let he. Unfortunately, uh, last year had a, his ACL injury, but he's going to be he's on the practice squad. He's he's going to be activated, I think, in the next week or so with him and and with him on one side and Montez Sweat on the other side. This is going to be a dangerous defensive team as well. So I think you're you're definitely in the right track in terms of the uh, in terms of Ron Rivera possibly getting a, you know, if Nick, Nick Sirianni doesn't get it. River wrote Ron should definitely be under consideration for uh, coach of the year or, or even Kyle Shanahan, you might say too. Yeah. Uh, we actually had Josh Miller and I remember his podcast on the rising to the occasion podcast. I just, just remember, I just remembered it. <laughs> the uh, rising to the occasion podcast. He says, I feel like Jillian Hurts is, is worth noting too. Maybe not as flashy number as, as numbers Josh takes put up, but 122 rushing yards in the first quarter. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Jillian yeah, Hurts had a, had a very solid game. Very solid game, and I think uh, and I thank him for making the turnaround to help my fantasy football team win on Sunday. Uh, he was definitely a, one of my <laughs> in our G, in our GNO league. He was definitely a part of that. And Snowman, San Francisco 49ers are the most dangerous team in the NFC. Yes, they're definitely they're, they're definitely on their way there. We we actually talked about that earlier. Uh, if you want to go back and if you want to go back and watch or listen, uh, Snowman. But yeah, the 49ers are definitely on their way to being the uh, the hottest team in the NF, the most dangerous team in the NFC. Mm -hmm. Now, for me, my hottest individual take of the week. And speaking of the NFC West, uh, this may be a duh statement, but I think after this week's game, uh, when they were firmly in control of the San Diego Chargers, uh, I think Cliff Kingsbury is definitely on the hot seat in Arizona. I think Kyler Murray is growing tired yeah. of Cliff Kingsbury. Uh, the contract notwithstanding with the extra four hours of video work, but whatever, that's another, it's another podcast <laughs> for another day. But I don't think Cliff Kingsbury can be trusted as head coach. And last year they got off to that really hot start. 
they were what ten and one, and they lost their last six games, and they back ended put into a playoff spot, and then got absolutely destroyed by the Rams, who were yet they were a buzzsaw last last playoff too. But I think since that six game slide last year, I I think this I think he's I think he's lost the locker room in Arizona, mm-hmm. and. It's not just Kyler Murray who's the problem. The defense is also a problem. Their defense can, their defense is good, but they're not great. And it showed on Saturday when the, it showed on Friday or or Sunday yeah. uh, when they had to close up, they had to close things out against the Chargers, and they couldn't do it. Not only did the, the Chargers score a touchdown in the closing seconds, but they also get the two point conversion and steal that game. And I think, in my opinion, in my humblest of opinion. I think Cliff Kingsbury, if they if the Cardinals can't turn it around and they lose out in a playoff spot, I think he's I think on Black Monday, uh, come January I think was it uh, January 9th, which is a, which is the day after <laughs> the day after the season ends. I think this is going to be uh, Cliff Kingsbury is probably going to be out of a job in the NFL and probably looking for a college, probably going to be looking for a college job uh, mm-hmm. somewhere. So. That's my hottest individual take of the week. Uh, Dustin, yeah. I don't know what kind of views you have because you're considering you're a Seahawks fan and the Cardinals are a divisional or divisional rival. But I, you know, it'd be interesting to hear what your thoughts on uh, yeah. what your thought is. Yeah, I mean, I I tend to agree with you. He just and there have been there have been multiple games where you you think okay, Arizona's gonna gonna win this, and then it just I don't know if it's if it's uh, t- some time management, I don't know if sometimes the play, but Arizona just seems like one of those teams that considering the talent that they have on both sides of the ball and the talent yep. they brought in, they mm-hmm. underperform. And yep. to me, when, when something like that happens, you kind of... Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Everybody always says, oh, well, it's on the players to play. But I argue, too, that it is, as as with our last uh, little little discussion about Ron Rivera, the coaches also have the responsibility to put the players in the best chance to succeed and win. And I and yeah. I feel like Cliff Kingsbury is having trouble doing that. He yeah. and he also looks sometimes to my eye. I've seen a decent amount of Cardinals games uh, in in clips. He looks frustrated on the sideline. I I don't know if I want to say apathetic, but there's a certain look to him. I I don't know. He just looks like uh, 
like maybe he's a little aggravated or something, but something's going on in Arizona. I think, and I think you could be right. He was brought in because of that trendy air raid offense, but he could be bringing that to another campus next year. No, no, it's definitely it. it the you can only do so much for so long, and then it's it's just like that. And any in any sport, in any sport where if the coach's message gets lost. It starts he starts to lose the message he starts to lose the respect of his players then it's time it's time for a change yeah so yeah I, that's and, just my opinion that's just my opinion i don't know if there's any cardinals fans watching or listening they can fill me in and either disagree with me or agree with me but i'd like to hear i'd love to hear what uh what you think but that's just my opinion that's my take yeah and it's a credit to coaches like uh you know bill belichick he gets that team to buy into what he's selling a hundred percent and he's been around forever. And, uh, you know, it's, it's been much discussed the Patriot way, getting your players to buy in and not tune you out year after year is very, very tough. I also take my, my hat off to, to Pete Carroll in some regard in that, in that Mm -hmm. way, he, he can be a little too much rah-rah for a few players, but um, if you recycle the players every couple of years and he can get them to buy in, it's it's amazing to see. Uh, but, yep. yeah, Cliff, Cliff Kingsbury, I don't think they're buying what he's selling. Yep, yep. So we're going to take – we're going to have another uh, quick break, ad break here from our friends at Mohawk Honda, who, is our friends, who are friends of ours at uh, Godzilla Media. And winter is just around the corner, folks. Uh, you can feel it in the air. Spring, we got fall going on right now, but winter, uh, it's, it's chill. It's starting to grip the Northeast, and New York is no exception. Uh, so, but the one experience, the one constant at uh, in this in these seasons, in these changes, are the are, is the buying experience at Mohawk Honda. You are treated with a where you're greeted with a smile and treated with respect. The new inventory is ramping up with pilots, passports, and ridgelines. And remember, this is the best time ever to sell your car. Mohawk Honda wants to buy your car. And in some cases, you may be able to sell it for more than you paid for it. Just another advantage you get from the number one volume dealer in the capital region. General Manager Greg Johnson and his team of sales consultants, they're always available to help you in the buying process. And Scott Moynihan is back at Mohawk Honda. He brings 30-plus years of automotive experience with him. Stop by and welcome Scott home. You can also see my guy, Evans Whalen. He got me into a 2016 Honda HRV. Great salesman, great car. Yep, the seasons change at Mohawk Honda. Yep, the season, I'm sorry, the, the seasons change around here, but at Mohawk Honda on Freeman's Bridge Road in Scotia and online at MohawkHonda.com. They always go out of their way to please you so we're going to i'm going to show some clips and we're going to do a react uh of clips we found on social media and by we i mean me (laughs) (laughs) so i bookmarked a a couple of uh things on twitter that i think uh, we would both kind of enjoy so i'm going to show these clips i i thought they were pretty entertaining and uh we're gonna react to them or well at least i'll have dustin react to them so (laughs) (laughs) so we're i'm gonna show the first one right now i don't think i'm i don't think i'm seeing anything oh darn it (laughs) 
dead air i forgot to share oh boy <laughs> um not good that i'm not lie. great guys we're having some uh difficulty, hey, technical difficulty tonight and the technical difficulty is me <laughs> <laughs> it's me all right here we go is it wild that the new york jets are like kind of good now oh, my God. <laughs> guys, for those of you who don't watch football, the New York Jets for the past decade have been garbage. Bad team. And now, they're kind of good. And one of the reasons why they're kind of good is they have a head coach named Robert Sala. And Robert Sala is the first Arab head coach in the NFL, and he's the first Muslim head coach in the NFL. And I think that it is beautiful that it took an Arab Muslim to change the trajectory. Oh, <laughs> oh man. Oh. He doesn't even have to finish. The New York Jets. <laughs> yeah, he oh, went man. there. Yeah, that's a. I saw that clip and I had to share it. I I I was like, wait, where's he going with this? Uh, yeah. It's gotta be a, the punchline is the Jets somewhere, but the punchline was not what you thought it was. Man, that's a <laughs> that's a take that's a take, and he he pulled it off. You gotta have he confidence. did. You gotta have confidence to do a bit like that. Yeah, and the comedian's name is Esan Ahmad. Uh, obviously a uh, uh, a um. I would say of Muslim descent, but at least he has a, a the sense of humor to uh, do some observation uh, with that. And I know if you don't know about the South Park rule, I think it's twenty two point three years where something is 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 funny. Like oh, okay. age jokes just became funny, JFK jokes became funny, <laughs> and uh, well, nine eleven jokes will be funny in, in about a year. So, <laughs> but his his guy went there. So the next clip I'm going to show, I'm not sure if it has any sound, but Dustin will appreciate it. It's from his Edmonton Oilers, oh. uh, Leon Dreisaitl at the New York Rangers game. And this is where the, this is the game on, I believe it was Saturday or I think it was Saturday or Friday or Saturday. Edmonton's on a bit of a East Coast swing right now. Uh, they visited the New York Rangers and uh, the Oilers were down at three nothing and they came storming back to get themselves a 4-3 win. Dustin, I figured you would appreciate that, being an Edmonton yes. Oilers fan. Yes. But this clip is... Uh, this clip from the Edmonton Oilers Twitter page is uh, is a bit of... is uh, I think you'll appreciate this the most, Dustin, since uh, you're an Oilers fan. But also for anybody who uh, despises Jacob Truba. I'm gonna play that one more time just to make sure you didn't. If you didn't catch what Leon Drysdale did, watch. All right, I gotta watch him here. Oh darn it! Hang on, Ooh. I gotta go back. There we go. I gotta wait for the ad. No, nope, I don't. Oh, I watch Leon Drysdale does. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's some Jacob old Trubas. That's some like street hockey stuff right there. That is that's total street <laughs> hockey thing. And Jam Troop is like, yeah, yeah. That was uh 
<laughs> oh man! Watch it again. And I want to. And this is the night that the Rangers debuted their their uh, reverse retro jersey for 2022-2023, which is basically uh, copy paste uh, from their uniforms from last year with the with Lady Liberty on their uh, on their front. They just posted it. They just pasted it to their Broadway blue <laughs> jersey. <laughs> Lots of hard work put into that one. Oh, so much hard work put into that one. So much hard work. Uh, there's one more here I want to show you. It's actually from today's uh, today's uh, U.S. After the USA beat Iran. Sorry for it's spoiler alert for those of you who didn't get a chance to watch the game. Uh, United States beat Iran in World Cup pl- group play. They're on the way to the round of 16. They're going to play the Netherlands and probably get destroyed. Um, <laughs> But who knows? Weird things, stranger things have happened in the World yeah. Cup. But this is a uh, uh, pretty funny clip I found <laughs> after the game. Uh, I don't know if you remember Blue's Clues, but uh, you'll you'll enjoy. I think you'll enjoy this if you watch Blue Clu- Blue's Clues. Yeah. <laughs> These nuts. <laughs> 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 they play it again. It's autoplay, so it just goes. Yeah. These nuts. <laughs> Got him. <laughs> Got him. <laughs> oh man, that you got to respect the game on that too. They probably posted yeah. that immediately. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm sure they had that queued up and ready to go after the 99th minute and just go, yep, send. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I have thought it was going to be like some flock of seagulls, uh, you know, thing. I ran, you know. I thought it was going to be something <laughs> like that, working that in there. But uh, <laughs> I did like that. That was a good one. That was a good one. Now, that's the three clips I, I saved on. I bookmarked on on social media this week. And, oh, those uh, are good I, finds. That's a good find. That was a good find. So, uh, if you're watching right now, and if you got some, and you've got some clips on social media that you want us to share every so often, uh, maybe one, maybe next week or a week after, or whenever. If you find something funny, whether on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, even even TikTok, send them here. Send them here to our social media channels: No Creds Req on tw- tw- Twitter, TikTok, and Instagram at No Creds Req, Facebook.com forward slash No Creds Req, YouTube.com forward slash at no credentials required so uh dustin uh ooh, hold on there we go Oops, sorry went a little, little uh, <laughs> i got a little uh inflated there um so anything else to add actually yeah anything else to add for this week before we close up shop well uh before we close up i just want to say a hearty congratulations to you sir i believe if my memory is correct you have been nominated as one of uh, belly ups nominees for content creator of the year and yeah. i think it's very well deserved Thank very you. well deserved you've been putting in a lot of hard work not not just on this podcast because because guess what folks i contribute to the show rundown but ryan puts everything together he does the hard work i just show up and some of you may think i add to the talent others not but hey <laughs> i basically just show up he puts the show together every week he's got He's he appears on other podcasts and segments, and he's also got his New Jersey Devils podcast, and he also writes. 
or belly up media media the man is everywhere ah thank you so much yeah it, it was I, I saw that notification yesterday both on social media and our private slack channel and yeah it was it's an it's an it is indeed an honor just to be nominated with a bunch of other excellent content creators uh, vince stover from the sports stove he actually also covers uh eastern kentucky university athletics uh, kevin wilson who comes in the comments section every so often he's our, he's one of our fan, he's one of our more active fantasy writers for both fantasy baseball and fantasy football he's also part of the uh the, the fantasy breakdowns uh for billy up media uh vince stover also does host the uh baseball the fantasy baseball show on on mondays or sundays uh angela duke who is uh his dose and pivots program his uh, check that out on youtube and he is also a fantasy writer as well and the last uh the last one i'm trying to remember who the last one is uh chase thornton who's one of our fancy guys too so uh, lots of well not just it's not just us five but it's also other people who contribute on belly up sports we've got lots of great uh, content and podcast form and live stream form videos writing we've got editors we've got people who make graphics uh it's just it's an honor to be nominated and sometimes you know i i've now, this year has been kind of difficult in terms of try, trying to find the, the the right fix for this program, for this particular podcast. I've tried covering local sports networks out sometimes. I tried doing a morning podcast. That took a big toll, and I kind of took some time off from that for a bit and just mm-hmm. went to regular uh, just a regular weekly show and doing some writing, getting that passion, building up that passion again. And sometimes it's, yeah, I doubted myself a little bit in terms of uh, whether or not people would would see the work I do, and yeah, I, I wanted to work in in media when I got when I finally graduated from uh, uh, when I got my bachelor's degree. Unfortunately, with the pandemic being the way it is, and with the economy being the way it is, it's just kind of tough to do work. But yeah. Belly Up, both Belly Up Media and Godzilla Media, have been very supportive in helping me uh, be creative. Uh, create content whether it be this podcast whether it be writing doing videos i've done commercial the commercial write-ups and videos for uh for belly up sports and belly up media the 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 uh commercial you saw for invader coffee i made that before we went on today so uh it it it, you kind of wonder for for me for a while just it made me wonder whether or not this was my all my work was being noticed and and, and this kind of conf- this really does confirm that yes, it's being noticed. Somebody's noticed mm-hmm. it, and it's internal, and it's being. And I have nothing but good things to say about Mike and Blaine, the co-founders of Belly Up Media, Jared, who was on this pro- who was on this podcast a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, our podcast. Uh, he's our podcast director. Uh, all the editors, all the behind the scenes people, all the uh, fantasy people. You know. Thank you for nominating. Just again, it's just an honor and uh, very humbling just to be nominated and just to be recognized and having them see that this is that yeah somebody's noticing it and it's being appreciated. So so thank you guys at Billy Up Sports, uh, Mike and Blaine, and everyone else who wanted to who wanted to recognize uh, me as a possible as a, a nominee for this award. Uh, it's very again. It's very humbling. Very, I'm I'm honored to uh, be recognized. Uh, if I win the award, great, awesome. But if I don't, 
again, it's just a, it's just, I'm just happy to be a part of the, the network and I'm honored to be uh, just a nominee. So, so, and thank you. And thank you, Dustin, for bringing it up, but you brought it up. So, um, so there it is. So, <laughs> so, so I'm very, yeah, you know, very excited you're... and, and yeah, I'm looking forward to things, the big things ahead for belly up sports. And not, not only do I do this podcast and I'm a writer, I also do help with the live sports stuff with the, uh, with our football, with the North, North, Northern Louisiana football Alliance. So that'll be coming down the pike in the spring. Mm-hmm. So I'm looking forward to doing that as well. So, but no, thank you for recognizing that. And I wasn't going to bring it up until you brought it up. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's, that's my fault. That's my fault. But I just felt that's like okay. it had to be, uh, had to be recognized. All right. Well, well thank you for moments in the sun there. Yeah. Thank you. I appreciate that. Uh, but in the meantime, we're going to wrap things up again, visit our social media, which is right down here below Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at no creds, REQ, facebook.com forward slash no creds, REQ and youtube.com forward slash no creds, RE at no creds, REQ. Leave a like, leave a comment. They help out with the algorithmic engagement. And on the podcast side, Spreaker's our home base, but you also find us on Apple, Spotify, iHeartRadio, anywhere you can find it, a podcast platform will be there. And while you're there, rate and review. Five stars is always preferred. Leave a review. I might even read it on the air, whether it be on Apple Podcasts or Podchaser or anywhere you can leave a review. We would appreciate it. Because again, that's another way that people can learn about this podcast also visit our affiliates on invadercoffee.com the link is in the description and mohawk honda locally here in the 518 with godzilla media so all that being said for my second chair dustin henry i'm ryan mccarthy we have been your hosts on this another journey into the world of no credentials required where you don't need a press pass to talk sports we are always presented by belly up sports in association with, oh my God, can't talk. In association, see technical problems come back. In association <laughs> with Godzilla Media, we'll be back here next week, same time, Tuesday at 7 p.m. Eastern. And if you can't catch us then, catch us on a replay or listen on the podcast the next day, which will be released at Wednesday morning at 6 a.m. That's where you can get the podcast. So until, so enjoy the football for next week. We'll be back and We'll talk to you later. Good night, everybody.